Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking about anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name's Corey. Today with me is John and Brendan. How's it going, gentlemen? It's going good. Yep, doing well. Awesome. So, we we are a new Star Wars Legion podcast coming in hot on the scene. Uh, so today we're going to go over uh, who we are, right? And then... Uh, a little bit of uh, what we hope to do with the podcast. Um, and then we're going to talk about Adepticon a little bit. And then the showcase tournament uh, that just happened recently as well. So how about we start it off with introductions. John, how about I ask you first? Who are you? <laughs> hey everybody, I am John. I am uh, been playing Star Wars Legion since the game came out. have a background in uh, board games and miniature games. I played 40k for about 15 years, um, then transitioned over into board gaming, which I've done for probably about the last 10 years. And when Legion was announced, it seemed like a lower uh, level, uh, lower difficulty entry level than 40k, where you could uh, teach buddies to play in just a couple sessions. Um, so kind of combined miniatures games with a board game feel utilizing a lot of the ffg um tokens and cards and so it just was very appealing um so yeah glad to be on awesome Alrighty, so a little bit about me Corey. uh so i've been playing board games for a little while now since like 2010 or something and the local store always had like miniature games and uh, they always looked really interesting to me um but like not so much 40k, that one was a little bit expensive for me. Uh, I've been playing X-wing for a little bit as well uh, when that came out, and I was having a lot of fun with that. And I saw Star Wars Legion at Gen Con one year, and I was like, "This is a game I would be really into." Um, but I didn't know how to paint at all, so <laughs> for the longest time, I actually put off getting the game. And eventually, I dived in when like Snow Troopers were announced. I'm like, "Okay, I I can't hold it anymore." <laughs> I'm going to dive in. Um, so yeah, I've been playing since uh, Snow Troopers were kind of released. And then uh, I've just been playing playing that. I've been playing a lot of other miniatures games as well, but I keep coming back to Legion. It's got a really clean rule set, and I've just been having a ton of fun with it. Um, yeah, that's, that's, how, uh, that's how I got into that one. Brendan, how about you? Yeah, so I've been in and out of miniature wargaming since fifth grade. It's a hobby that's kept coming back every few years for me. Um, really enjoyed playing the Lord of the Rings game when it was new. And eventually, you know, I dabbled in 40K, did a little bit of X-Wing, uh, but never really got into playing with people that I didn't just to come over and play with my stuff um, until Legion. I started buying Legion the first day it came out and finally got around to painting stuff uh, in 2020 because I had an abundance of free time all of a sudden, um, <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of people did. Oh, yeah, but we won't talk about us. Uh, <laughs> no. So I didn't really get to do any playing with pe other than people I begged to come into my house and play with me until 2021 last year at the Atlantic City Open, which was so much fun. Uh, so I do want to say if you've never gone to 
any tournament, just go. Even if you have never really played before, you're still going to have fun and you're going to meet some great people. Uh, in fact, I ended up meeting a, a couple of pretty good guys there. Uh, so round one, I ended up playing against John uh, and losing very badly. And then in round two, I was actually up against Corey and lost very badly. So, you know, again, you can become friends with people you lose to, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the fateful day we uh, we met. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was even funnier that somehow we ended up talking to each other before the rounds. And I get paired with John, we go to lunch, we're all talking to each other again, and I get paired with Corey. So it was like a never-ending party. See what happens when you split a pizza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. So uh, what do we hope to do with the podcast, gentlemen? I th- I'm thinking that we're going to be trying to do some interesting segments um, that you know that we think of. Um, so we have one coming up called glorious or inglorious where two people take opposing sides of an argument so for example um snow troopers are they glorious or inglorious and then those two people would come up with arguments uh or like points to argue with and then uh they will have a neutral party the third person will be like a judge and then uh at the end of like a couple different argument points there there will be declared a winner um, so that should be a fun segment to go off of and who knows in the future, we'll, we'll stay tuned. Yeah, definitely looking forward to arguing about the units as everybody likes to do. What's good. What isn't why it'll be fun. Yeah. We're going to give our best hot takes in that segment. <laughs> awesome. So with that, I think we could transition to how Adepticon went. What do you, what do you guys say? Sounds good. All right, awesome. So out of the three of us, uh, I was the only one that got to a, go to Adepticon. I wish you guys could have came as well. It was a it was a ton of fun. Um, so I got there the day. I bet it was. Wish I could have been there. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, it was such a fun party. It was just, you know, just everyone's there and the atmosphere was great. Um, everyone was in high spirits. You know, like it was the, it was the first big tournament since you know, like, <laughs> I think. Uh, what do you call it since since covid and then there was lvo before this but this is the this was the largest legion tournament yet so it was very exciting uh so we can go we can straight go into my games i guess uh so i won't go into like a super detailed battle rep but round one uh was against a republic player who was playing like yoda wookies and from Corey, i think you should go over your oh you know what that's probably a better idea (laughs) I like this. Uh, so, I played Droid Range Four Nonsense, which is what I like to call it. Um, so I had Kalani with Comms Relay, and then I had five B ones. Two of them had the Sniper B one. Two of them had the Repair Bots. And then one of them was naked, and then I had one Magna Guard with just an RPS. And then I had two Ion Spiders with the Ion Blaster Link Targeting Array and uh, Attack Protocols. And then I had an AAT with the, uh, I think it's the OOM Pilot, the one that gives coordinate. And then I had High Energy Shells. 
So that came out to 791, and I'm planning to be blue player like most of the time. Uh, that was my battle plan, and be like lame as possible, sit back and just shoot them, right? Just sit back, shoot them, and just win purely on attrition most of the time. That's how blue player likes to play most of the time. Uh, so I picked all the lamest objectives, and let's just end the lamest deployments, right? So like long march, rollout, <laughs> all that stuff that uh, range four likes. And then I came up against uh, round one a Yoda, uh, Yoda Wookie list. Um, it was, it was interesting at first because he had, he had this great line of sight blocker even after my AAT climbed on top of a building. <laughs> I couldn't see most of his Wookies, and we were playing intercept the transmissions. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but he got the middle point in the first two scoring rounds, and then I took the middle uh, in the last round, round six, and then I killed more of his units. Uh, he did make an awesome dash towards my safe uh, my safe intercept point uh, with Yoda, and he almost got it, but like I just had too many B1 bodies um, for him to kill. So that was an exciting first game. Like It came down to the wire. Uh, and then round two, I fought against, um, oh yeah, a rebel player. My goodness. <laughs> he outbid me by like a lot. I think he had a 13 point bid. Uh, it was double airspeeder, R2, Sabine, um, and then one ATRT with a rotary cannon and then just some, oh yeah. And then a group of mandos with just generic rebel troopers uh just because you have to take core and he took blue player and uh again i won't bore you with the details but the best option for me was hemmed in payload as red <laughs> everything else was really bad uh it was a bad game i made a bunch of mistakes like i didn't move my aat which was next to my payload uh at the beginning of round one or two i think it was two so, uh, needless to say, I lost that one because my payload didn't move far enough. Uh, so then at this point, I'm like, I'm like down, um, down one game. And in order to advance to the next day, you have to be th at least three and one. So then I've Gotta get on that winning streak. That's, that's right. <laughs> winning streak from here on. Um, so then I fought against an Imperial player who was doing like a bunch of range four stuff. So. Um, it was like Krennic, Short Troopers, Death Troopers, and then two Dubex and a Bosk. Um, don't remember the full list, but that's around what he had. And uh, what was the objective? We were playing key positions for the objective. Uh, yeah, I just shot him off the board. Uh, and then he conceded a little early. And then round four, uh, played against a Republic player who was playing Obi-Wan. Uh, Obi-Wan and a bunch of Wookiees uh, with Padme as well and he wanted to do the you know uh, he wanted to use Obi-Wan's dodges and Padme's dodges to great effect but my AAT said no <laughs> you will not <laughs> so we were also playing key positions on that one that high velocity yeah high nice. velocity is such a good keyword um, so I was talking with him afterwards. He's like, yeah, your your list was like almost a direct counter to mine. I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was able to shoot him from very far away. I had I had hemmed in 
Um, and he was trying to make a push with his Wookiees. And he got one Wookiee squad close to one of my B1s, but um, that's about it. They didn't last very long. And then Obi-Wan's saves didn't really help him there. Uh, they His red defense dice just kind of fell fell for him. Uh, yeah, so that was that game. That was that was all of day one. That was an exhausting day. Uh, four games of Legion is no joke. I, I forget. Have you guys played four games of Legion yeah. in one day? That was that was PAX, yeah, right? yeah, PAX. PAX. We we all played four. How did you guys feel after four days or four games? Rough. <laughs> really really tired usually i'm struggling by game three so going into it i knew just the thought of playing four games was going to be uh it was going to be rough on the tail end and definitely when we got to game four i was like i can't remember my name uh i just know i need it to it didn't help <laughs> yeah it, it, it didn't help that game four john and i played each other that we did <laughs> oh, that's right yeah that's right yeah <laughs> Brendan oh, got funny. his redemption from ACO. Yep. It only took six months, but I finally beat him. <laughs> yeah, I think Vader killed about 30, uh, 30 models solo. It was uh, it was not enjoyable. It was, <laughs> it was very enjoyable. <laughs> Just <laughs> depending on the perspective. Yeah, so after day one, like, uh, I think I got back to my hotel room at like 10.30, and then I woke up the next day with like the biggest headache. <laughs> uh, it was not good. Uh, I felt like crap the entire day for the most part. Uh, so, but luckily, <clears throat> I had got I had placed high enough where I did not have to play round one. So I had a buy. Uh, I think there was about ten players that had a uh, that had to play a buy in round. So like if you yeah. yeah, so if you played and you won, you got to continue on throughout the day. Luckily, I got to just show up, uh, say hi to the TO, and then I went right back to my hotel room <laughs> and tried sleeping off this headache. Uh, I think it, I think it worked because by the time round two started, I was starting to feel a little bit better. Um, so then round two starts, and I look at TTO, and I'm like, oh no. I am playing the same person I played in round three. And we both come up to the table. I'm like, this is awkward. Uh, so that was like kind of a weird experience for a tournament. Um, but here we are. We, we tried playing. Uh, this game was a lot closer than the other one. Uh, we played Hostage Exchange. And he, he was able to take down like a spider and a couple of B1s and it was like in a scary I was in a scary spot but eventually my AAT and uh, other spiders was were able to knock down enough of his kill points so uh, and then I also took down Bosk um, Bosk had to make a play where he had to move up to see to see a spider or to see some other unit um, because he just, you have to, right? And then you just have to like try and win on kill points. Uh, luck. So then I think I got about six or seven hits exactly on boss in that one shot for my AAT. And then he just, I think, I think if I'm remembering correctly, he just blanked on all of them, um, or only saved a couple. Ooh, yeah. So, rough. so after that it was, uh, it was game. 
yeah, rough, rough going. Uh, and then third round. Uh, third round was another key positions battle for me against an Imperial player. It was more range four stuff from Imperials. It was uh, Krennic with... Uh, what's his name? Um, why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> what's the other Imperial? Callus. Yeah, Callus. There it is. Callus was in this list. And then... Double cunning. Oh, nice. Yeah, with the cunning plays, yep. Um, so it was just more range four stuff. So shores, mortars, and then a uh, Gideon was hiding in a shore squad, and then Imperial Death Troopers. Uh, so the game honestly was over at like round two, maybe three, uh, solely due to the fact that we were playing Long March, and he moved up his one of his mortars too quickly and i i noticed that and i had waited to use my spiders and tank uh, i think it was the spiders that was able to just shoot it off the board but i i shot his uh mortar off the board securing like one more activation off of a key position and then at that point we just we just stood still because uh, he realized like that was a mistake uh round two we did nothing. <laughs> we just sat there. I moved my B1s a little bit, and then he just shifted around or, or did whatever. Round three, uh, I, I, again, I can't even remember if we played round three, but um, it, it was more of the same. We just kind of stood there, and then he just said, he just said to me, like, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing this for a while, and then you're just going to bum rush. Like, he and I are just going to bum rush the center, um, and, like, he's already down in activation. So, uh, he just called it at that point. I was like, okay, I, I, that's the way it goes. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, sometimes it just happens, right? Like, cause I was not going to make any play I was until like round five or like the end of four beginning of five. Right. Yeah. All right. And then we get to the last match, uh, of my Adepticon stuff. It's against Evan Bolris of Fifth Trooper fame. It's the uh, the Vader Lat, right? Um, <laughs> I think everyone knows what he brought at this point. But it's just Vader and a Lat with some extra stuff behind him. <laughs> so he had like two snipers. He had Krennic. Um, he had Death Troopers and a Shore Mortar. And like one, I think it was, yeah, it was a naked squad of uh, Stormtroopers. So as I, as I see it's Evan, I'm like, okay, please don't get hostage exchange because <laughs> it's in my blue deck. And sure enough, it, it shows up right in that third slot. So I, in my head, I, it's probably bad to think this, but in my head, I thought I lost the game immediately. Which, I mean, I did. <laughs> but I decided to just try my best and have fun with it, right? Because like, there's no way I can stop Vader from incoming. Um, there was a couple of things I thought of afterwards, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty. I could have maybe picked a different deployment. Um, I could have maybe used... So do not underestimate our means. Um, so normally I like to use this for... Uh, in the <clears throat> For its normal use case, which is... Uh, two units get to do a, a recover... So I like to use that on the spiders or an AAT to recover the shells or the ion cannon. Um, 
But I think if I use this for the divulge where I can gain reinforcements and place last, I think that means I can see where the lat and vader are going first on especially on rollout because then i can try and line up some earlier shots uh but again i didn't think of it because you know it's it's game seven for me and i'm already super exhausted (laughs) um but yeah so what had happened was if you didn't watch the stream uh vader comes in towards the lat or riding in on the lat and then he gets out at the beginning of I think it was the beginning of turn two. And he just takes he takes control of my hostage in like the most disgusting way. Um so what he does is he force chokes just one of those minis and then he collides into the, the hostage carrier. So if Vader is in the middle of six B ones, uh they fully wrap around him. There are there is no room for anyone else to enter melee. So my Magna Guard were effectively shut out for like, um, shut out of like interacting with Vader. And he did the smart thing, right? So he just moved into them and took a standby. So if I did a withdraw action using my hostage carrier B1 squad, he would just follow right back and be bubble wrapped, right? I tried my best to do like, I've never been in this situation before. So I thought standbys would be the best way to get around it. So I tried setting up standbys and trying to see if Evan would make a mistake, like move Vader a different way or or go into something else. Uh, But he didn't, so he's a good player. Um, Yeah, and then he just bullied the crap out of them, right? So he just pushed them all the way back towards uh, towards his lines, and I just didn't know what to do. Uh, One more mistake I found there was I should have used my AAT instead of my spider at the top of round two to shoot at his hostage carrier, uh, which was just four stormtroopers. Uh, Cause like if I crush seven shots in the open with my AAT is better than crushing six with my spiders. Uh, my spiders, I think only got like three, three or four hits in on the hostage carrier, which was not enough to kill it. And then on his next move, he just moved the hostage carrier away and I'll, you know, so I had no contesting on that whatsoever. Yeah, so then uh, the, I eventually called it because the hostage moved too far away. Uh, so that was my the end of my Adepticon run. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Uh, super stoked to get seventh in the first place. Um, been practicing this game yeah. and that list for a while. Top eight at the biggest tournament ever is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I was... I was super stoked. And then uh, I was like, I was talking with Evan for, uh, a good while afterwards too. And I was rooting him on for the, his next game on um, next game on Sunday, but unfortunately couldn't, couldn't clinch it out against the droids. Droids too strong. Droids are overpowered. Many droids. <laughs> so had a lot of cool. Many droids. I'll go ahead guys. I was going to say, listeners, if you haven't figured it out yet, John and I are not droid players. Uh, so we will give Corey a lot of stuff for being a droid player. Uh, I primarily play Empire because <laughs> Darth Vader. I mean, who doesn't like Darth Vader? John? Yeah, I primarily play uh, clones. So love a good fire support. 
that's for sure. Many dice. I enjoy throwing many dice. John, like you are super disgustingly good at fire support. I don't see anyone else that I play against use fire support in the ways that you do. Like, I don't understand how you can line up, like line them up very well, but you, you just do it. Great. <laughs> you gotta be good at something. <laughs> then you, right. Then you right. I'm saying like you use that faction super well, like to their strong points, which is, you know, one of them is fire support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, last time I played John, he kept using fire support to make sure a unit that had all the suppression never ran off the board. Because it never actually activated. It just kept fire support. Yeah, there's uh, a. Yeah, anytime you have a unit that starts stacking suppression, that just automatically becomes your fire support platform. And I, I find that pretty much any problem in Legion can be, uh, can be solved by throwing 18 dice combining uh you know z6 with another squad <laughs> just sheer lack of or a uh, number of hits tends to uh be a problem solver for just about anything that you're facing <laughs> that's right <laughs> awesome so how about we move on to the showcase tournament then uh i've been talking a while john i'm gonna pass it over to you because you actually did well at this tournament <laughs> and i sadly couldn't make yeah, it. yeah the showcase tournament I that and that might have been probably one of the first tournaments that the three of us were not at together, right? Because pretty much we've we've done just about uh, all the local things. The three of us have been there, right? Yeah, there might have been one other time. Uh, yeah. Oh, there there was. Unfortunately, I unfortunately I caught COVID um, during the not this last um, showcase one, but the one beforehand. The one in January. So I couldn't go to that one. Yeah. All right. So that that is where our streak had ended. Um, but anyway, yeah, the showcase tournament was uh, the last event that we had locally. Uh, pretty good sized tournament. We hit twenty people, so it was uh, there was a lot of excitement because then it was going to be an event that affected Elo ranking. Um, so a lot of people were excited about that. Uh, Three-round event. Nick Bodner was the uh, tournament organizer, another local guy who does a phenomenal job with pretty much all the events that he puts on. He's a he's a machine at putting together um, really beautiful top-notch tables for Legion. So that's really exciting. Um, anytime he hosts an event, you know it's going to be um, some good tables that function really well for for Legion. Um, but yeah, it was a good tournament. Uh, I placed second out of 20, went two and one, um, lost in game three, uh, to Mike Zarillo, who was playing, uh, the new kind of new hotness with the DLT spam, um, two rebel officers. And he had a little twist on it. It was Sabine and Clan Ren in there to bump it up to 11 activations instead of Opluke, like you see, um, kind of the standard loadout for that for that type list uh but three rounds first ironically all three rounds i played against rebel players ironically all three were playing uh some variation of the dlt spam list so um round one uh was a guy who's playing double bus uh r2 in a bus wookies in the other bus and three DLTs with three DLT ATRTs, so really leaning into the range four gun line. Um, and that was a key positions game. And pretty much what happened was 
R2 kind of came around turn one in the bus, um, hoping to score a secret mission and then load back up and head the other direction. Um, but I fire supported the bus off the table and then R2 was forced to hop out and basically either die or, or run back to safety. Um, and then it was pretty much a back and forth from that point on. He was down um, an activation from losing the bus, and then R2 is kind of hiding behind a building for a majority of the game. Um, and we were just kind of trading shots um, from my Wookiees. Uh, but yeah, uh, turn six uh, ended up being a 2-1. Uh, I had two objectives to his one. Um, we each pretty much held on to our home objectives, and then it was a fight for the center. Um, then game two, it was another Rebel-less DLTs uh, with Op Luke. Um, we played Long March, I believe. Um, so that was a little bit concerning uh, just because of the, the range and having to run across the board. Um I can't remember the objective that we were playing now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, it was VAPS. Um, so I was red on VAPS. Um, and that one came down to points as VAPS typically do, 2-2. Two, two. Um, but I was able to take out Luke between uh, a fire support followed by a Wookiee charge. And then game three was against Mike Zarillo. Phenomenal player, local player. Um where he was playing the 11-act DLT list with Clan Ren and Sabine. Objective-wise, it was Breakthrough. Um, I was red again there, and I chose not to play Recover the Supplies against Mandalorians. Um, but what ended up happening was uh, my 9-act list to his 11-act list, we kind of worked around each other almost like a toilet bowl, and then going into... <laughs> re re <laughs> yeah. uh, in retrospect, I I should have just gone straight at him, but I was thinking I was setting up uh, kind of a, a flank situation. I was playing triple Wookiees, and I was going to come across the center. And by the time that was set up, it was going into round four, and he was dodged up with his DLT spam and Rebel Officer double vigilance. And uh, basically to run a unit out into the center of the board to to get across to him um, was going to be suicide. And I think we actually, I think I conceded pretty much like maybe two or three activations into turn four where I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty much lost. And it's been a bit, it's been a long day. It's round three. And uh, there's like a 1% chance of me pulling this thing out. Uh, but good day, good tournament. Um, and it's good to see that those, these local events are really starting to grow in our area. Nice, yeah. Um, breakthrough is kind of rough when you're down. At least, even if you're down one activation, it's kind of rough. Yeah, I think uh, we we spoke right after that game, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I could have done differently. And I kept looking back at uh, some of the the bands in the uh, the command phase or the um, the battle cards, and. Um, I did not want to play Recover the Supplies. I felt like that was going to be close to an insta-loss. So I probably should have either castled and made him kind of come across um, or just gone right at him with the, the triple Wookiees. But yeah, you know, you live and you learn. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so I, uh, so I also I played at that tournament. That um, um, I did okay. I did okay. <laughs> first round. Uh, <clears throat> first round. My opponent was had. Uh, it was a newer player. Um, so I did a lot of teaching actually uh, in that game, which I didn't mind. I actually do like teaching. And um, he had Dooku, AAT, uh, two, I think it was two B2s, and then a couple of B1s. Uh, so his his list had uh, eight activations. And I was just running my Adepticon list uh, again, because it was already packed and ready to go. Uh, and I didn't feel like changing out anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we played Long March, and I was just... It was a teaching game, a teaching game on, VAPS, on VAPS, uh, um, uh, um, and I just kind of shot, 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 shot at him shot a bunch. Him <laughs> so, nice, nice opponent. opponent. I hope he learned a lot. Uh, and then, <clears throat> next game, I played against an Imperial, uh, Imperial Gunline, uh, Veers with some Shores, one Mortar. Uh, oh, and then Aiden was in there with uh, Inferno Squad and two Snipers. And then we were playing key positions on major offensive. And then my opponent, um, she just kept hammering the AAT. And it just eventually went down. Uh, even after my two repair bots. <laughs> I don't think I put it in the best spot. But at least my AAT destroyed um, a do-back and a, shore, a full shore squad. Uh, so it wasn't like a total waste, but I think I wasted too much time on KP, uh, not moving towards the center. So that's kind of what hindered that. And then one of my spiders went down early, um, which really hurt my firepower um, in the beginning of the game. Uh, I was I was vastly unaware of how many crits uh, Iden could push through with the repeater. <laughs> so, and then... My spider saves did not show up. Uh, I think she crushed cr four crits through, and I saved none of them. So that's how it goes. And then I didn't have enough bodies on KP, so eh, that's all right. Uh, then my next game, I uh, played against a rebel player that outbid me, and uh, it's it's always rebels. <laughs> rebel players are always going to outbid me. Um, he brought, he brought double airspeeder, air triple ATRT, R2, and a, a bunch of a rebel bunch of core, core. Um, um, I think with two think snipers, as well. snipers as well. And then we played, we played uh, Danger Close, Danger Close and, and Breakthrough. Those were the, Those two, were best the two best options for me in turn zero. In because he, I saw Bombing Run in the third position, and I saw his first ban was in the objective row. So I was like, okay, he's definitely going to go for Bombing Run. So I just need to wait and not not touch that ban until he does, and then I'll ban to Breakthrough, which is in the last position. So then I took Danger Close instead of... Uh, I forget what the first... Uh, I forget what the first one was... It might have been disarray um, in the in the deployment, but yeah. So I picked Danger Close, and we played Breakthrough. And oh right, and then it was limited viz um, in the in the other column. So a lot of my range four didn't get to do much turn one and two, uh, but that turned out okay. Uh, I smartly divulged 
the uh, do not underestimate our means card. It just like came to me. I was like, wait a minute. I know how I can get back in this game because I was super afraid of his airspeeders because um, like he could just rush in near the end of the game. And I wasn't sure. Oh, and he out-activated me by a lot. I think it was, I think he had 12 activations, uh, if I remember correctly, which was which was two more than me. So I was like, how do I even beat this? So that's why I divulge that card, because then I have a total of four units with reinforcements. So I picked my AAT, and then the two spiders, and then Kalani has it naturally. That, that I think, literally helped me win the game uh, a lot, because... If you had just put, if I focused all my units on one side of Danger Close, I am in danger of R2 just going to the other side of Danger Close. Um, so playing that, I was talking with my opponent afterwards. He said, yeah, you playing that card um, means R2 can't freely go to the other side of Danger Close and score free point. Um, so yeah, like... I was I was just amazed I thought of it in the moment. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, not much shooting round one. And then my AATs did... My AAT did work against his ATRTs. Um, he took down one of, one of my spiders, but just couldn't kill the other one with the airspeeders. And then I... I double... I, what did I double ion? I think I got a single ion on one of them. Uh, and then that like... That kind of snowballed from there. Uh, I killed the first speeder, and then the second speeder was trying to get away towards towards my half, uh, my the bottom corner of my half of Danger Close. But my B1s and my Magna Guard were able to shoot it down. Um, and then it was pretty much good to go after that. He tried making a rush with his Rebel Troops to get to the other side of the board, but... Uh, my Magna Guard and B1s were already marching towards that way, so I was able to shoot them or engage them. Uh, so then he conceded. So yeah, it was a that was a good game to learn from um, it, for me because like I normally don't use the di divulge on that card, but like it's definitely opened my eyes um, to try and like use it more uh, and and at least give it like a good thought if I'm especially if I'm uh, red player. It's a, it's a very, very flexible card. Uh, please don't nerf droids. <laughs> nerf droids. Make clones great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Clones got hit too hard. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty much the uh, the Wookiee faction now, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it's Anakin, Yoda, and then Wookiees. Um, like, those are, like, their broken units right now. Yeah, and Padme. Can't forget about Padme. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. She is, the, she is the glue that holds a lot of those lists together. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, yeah. So anyone else want to bring up anything while, uh, while we're still chatting? Uh, if I would like to bring up the critical hit tournament coming up soon. So if you live in Maryland um, and you're in like the Abington area, the critical hit gaming store, is hosting a Legion tournament on, uh, let's see, Saturday the 30th of this month. Uh, we already have 10 signups, uh, which is the cap right now at the moment, just due to the, um, just due to the size constraints uh, right now. But if you want to check out the store, uh, we play usually on Mondays, 
um, for Legion. So, yeah, if you're in the area or you want to come check it out, uh, Critical Hit Games. That's that's kind of what I want to plug. I'll plug a local store near me, I'm closer to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I definitely want to recommend people check out uh, Gamers Core in Ellicott City, Maryland. Great store, and Legion is played on Wednesdays, or you can schedule games with people on their Discord or on Facebook. And uh, I'll go ahead and plug Showcase Comics over in Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. That would uh, be about equidistant for me um, for I, from where I live in southern Chester County um, to critical hit games. Just one is north, one is south. Um so I probably play primarily at Critical Hit Games with Corey because um, it's quite a distance for him to drive up to uh, showcase, but definitely want to give them a shout-out. Um, Legion is Friday nights. A lot of things are coordinated on the South Jersey, Pennsylvania uh, Discord section of the Legion Discord, um, and they have a pretty consistent group that gets out there on Friday nights. Sweet, and with that, I think we can uh, call this show a wrap. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys say? Sounds good to me. Yep. We don't have a catchy catchphrase for the ending thing, but we could try and think of it right now. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I don't know. Uh, stay, oh, stay glorious. There you go. Keeping that. Yeah, I love it. Stay glorious. <laughs> or inglorious. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Corey. Have a good one. I'm John. See you guys later. I'm Brendan. Long live the Empire. <laughs>